Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Tired Mummy Podcast a safe platform where we can openly discuss the highs and lows of parenthood, judgment-free. Join me in authentic conversations with mums and dads from across the globe. Let's help each other feel less alone, let's grow and feel better in our parenting skin together. Come join our tribe while we get into some real talk. And don't forget, bring your coffee. And welcome back to the Tide Mummy Podcast. I'm your host, Alice Lanesbury. You're listening to episode number 20. Today's episode, I talked to Sarah, a mum of two beautiful boys. Sarah is a doula. She is extremely passionate about empowering women with knowledge and helping them achieve a calm and positive birth experience. I cannot wait to talk to Sarah about all things birth. Before we dive in, please please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if any of my episodes have resonated with you or this episode resonates with you, please leave a five-star review in the podcast app. It's really quick and really easy and helps more mums and dads find the podcast. Thank you again for joining me and for all your love and support. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I have Sarah in person with me today. Face-to-face is my favorite type of chat. So this is only the third time I've met with Sarah in person. We actually met on a mother's Facebook group. So if you're trying to find your tribe, just put your brave hat on and reach out to your local mother's group and organize a play date. If we don't have a village, we need to build it ourselves, unfortunately. Connection is so important for us to thrive. All right. Let's dive in. Sarah, thank you for being here and carving out some time. I know how precious time is. 
Can you please kick things off by letting the listeners know a little bit about you and what's one piece of parenting advice you wish you'd never listened to? Well, hi. Um, yeah, so as you said earlier, I am a mama, a doula, I'm a placenta encapsulation specialist and a huge lover of all things birth. Funnily enough, I've always had an interest in birth, but I never truly dove deep or knew why I loved it so much until I had two of my own incredibly empowering birth experiences. These days, I'm a full-blown birth junkie, and I spend most of my time educating and empowering couples, as well as juggling mum life and home life. Um, in terms of advice, I can't even really pick one piece of bad parenting <laughs> advice I wish I didn't listen to. I feel like we should just literally bin all unwarranted advice to new mums because, honestly, it just puts so much pressure on us as mothers, doesn't it, to try and make everything perfect and right all the time. Like, motherhood is messy, right? <laughs> Let's just embrace it. It's so, so messy. Like, no one prepared me for just no. what a mess it is. No. <laughs> and the more advice you get, it's more like, this is all just a shambles. <laughs> like, I can't even... Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. Alrighty. So, I'd love to know what propelled you into the work that you're doing. Well, the birth of my first son literally changed my life forever in the best possible way it just made me realize I've got such an incredible gift to share with women and their partners and from the moment I knew I was pregnant I just became obsessed with all things birth and what are we like five years on now I just haven't looked back so beautiful I love that um now I obviously know how a doula can help because I had one at my birth but there seems to be this kind of impression that doulas are for like hippy dippy <laughs> alternative people. So, can you please tell us exactly how a doula can help? Yes, I love that. It's literally <laughs> the like classic stereotype of a doula, but um, no, doulas like definitely there are doulas like that out there and they're amazing, but there's just so many different kinds of doulas. It literally means woman servant it's a greek word so it's basically just somebody who supports and serves a woman and her partner um, when we're talking about like a birth doula we're talking about somebody who typically provides continuous physical emotional and informational support to women and their partners so before during and after childbirth uh, how this looks for women can vary vastly so the wonderful thing about doulas is we are all beautifully unique and bring different knowledge, skills and experience to the table. So yeah, my suggestion is just to find yourself a doula whose presence makes you feel safe and at ease that you instantly know you can trust to advocate for you and hold space for you at all times. Mm, so important. I um, oh, I had like a list of three people that I was going to interview, but I ended up going with the first lady I met because we just vibed. Like, yeah. I was just like, I could totally... I guess what I'd learned from listening to podcasts as well is that, like, the person that's in the room, like, you should basically be comfortable, like, if you would have sex in front of this person. Yeah, well, it's literally like that. Yeah, like, like, you need to be super comfortable with this person. So, yeah, just to make sure, like, you just feel really, really good with this person and be safe. I think it's good, like, you need to sometimes speak to a few people to know, no, like, definitely that person was the one that I feel so comfortable and so safe with because, yeah, like you say, (laughs) it gets pretty intimate in there. It really, really does. (laughs) Now, I see a lot of pregnant women, see a lot, hear a lot of pregnant women saying that their husbands will be their doula. Do you think it's possible for the dad to play both roles in the birth space? I do. 
um, and I say this because it was actually my experience, so shout out to my super doula fiancé, Lorian. <laughs> um, he was just such a great student when it came to our birth prep and knew exactly what I needed in the birth space as well. He just, you know, like embraced all of it. Um, in saying this though, like it takes two very committed people um, to have such a level of vision and confidence around birth. Like I think... You know, there's a lot of dads out there that aren't so uh, willing and able to dive deep into it. And so maybe that isn't enough. Like having a partner that is supportive is the bare minimum. Mm, And then obviously, you know, you need sometimes even more. So, yeah, I think even with the most incredible dads who are fully committed and confident in providing that support and advocacy, um, having a doula can still be beneficial in heaps of ways. So, yeah, there's no such thing in my world as being too loved and supported in your space. The extra set of hands as well, like, just come in so handy, even if it's to look after other kids or make a coffee or make food or whatever it is. Like, you just can't have too much of that, I feel. Oh, I definitely agree. I I think one of the main reasons we decided to have a doula was it wasn't just for me, it was for Donnie. Because we've ne- obviously never experienced that before. Mm. We did have a pretty traumatic miscarriage experience. Mm. Um, and so we definitely knew we wanted someone there to help support both of us if we got scared or just some- someone, that person that's like, everything's okay, like this is normal. Yeah, it's like, just like a backup, I feel. And, you know, for dad to be able to kind of relax in some ways, like not so much pressure on them, especially first-time dads, it's... It just gives them that confidence that I can be there for my woman and I know that there's someone else who's got my back as well and yours too. But, like, you know, just, yeah, it's kind of like a safety net. Um, yes, that's it, it's a safety net. Um, what advice would you give a mama to be who is in the mindset of I'll just wing it or I trust my care providers? <laughs> um, my advice would be don't. <laughs> um yeah, look, we don't even have to make up wild assumptions about how that goes. The stats speak for themselves, and we know that one in three women will experience birth trauma, one in seven will experience PTSD, and our national C-section rate is sitting at about 36%. So, you know, if that doesn't alarm you, it should. And, yeah, to put this into perspective, like the World Health Organization says, a C-section rate of 10 to 15% is medically necessary, to keep mortali- mortality <laughs> rates low for mums and babies. So we're kind of like double that. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that Plus statistic. Some. It kind of just gave me like the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how that goes. <laughs> and also like I've had friends that have said, oh, I'll just wing it, like I'll just yeah. go with the flow. <laughs> and every time someone said that, it hasn't turned out well. Yeah, and like no matter how much you trust your care providers, blindly or not, you should always ask questions and always give informed consent um, after considering everything. So like, you know, even if you do kind of want to wing it, you still need to know those really basic how to ask questions, how to give informed consent, because as soon as you don't and you just surrender completely to whatever's happening, you lose control and that's how birth trauma happens. Like it, yeah. it's feeling, you know, many women can probably relate, it's feeling like you had no control, that everything was happening to you, that you couldn't do anything about it and that you just had to say yes to whatever was recommended because you you just lost control, like you just 
to yeah. know what was going on. Yeah, labours are... I couldn't even imagine having to answer questions and stuff in labour. Like, yeah. I was lucky I was able to have a home birth and I was able to stay in that wherever I went. That's not in this world. <laughs> um, a different place. <laughs> different place. I didn't have to come back into... Actually, I only had to come back down once where... They were trying to um, keep the water in the bath, in the hot tub, or whatever mm. it was, the bathtub, warm. Mm. And Donnie was like, oh, I'll just use the hot water out of the tap. And I just went, no. Nope. I was like, <laughs> just keep boiling the jug. And that was the only yeah. time I had to you know, use that different part of my brain. And you guys had a home birth, right? Like, you've yeah. got to remember, too, so many women birth in the hospital system and their care providers are literally attending sometimes multiple births a day. Like there's no way that they can all know the birth preferences of every mother. Like, yeah, with the home birth, you've got your midwife. So they have met you. You've got that continuity of care. Like they know what you want and how to support that without having to speak to you too much. But for those who just go and wing it, like they're kind of probably thinking in their minds, oh, they're going to have my best interest, but best interest for every woman can be different. It can look different. There's different things to consider. So, you know, doing that, I just, yeah, I definitely don't recommend it. I feel like everyone needs to know their preferences and at least have a plan A, B, and C if you need to. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the best thing you can do is prepare for the most ideal and empowering birth, knowing that it can be wildly unpredictable and be okay with pivoting to a different plan, but you need to maintain that control and certainty around what you want yeah you need to hold your ground and what you want um now preparing for a new family member can be so expensive um if we can't afford the extra support of a doula what are some strategies or tools mamas should learn about yeah um look i think we all make exceptions for what we value And for me, the most important investment a mother can make is that of wanting to have birth preparation and support, including the early postpartum period as well. So again, like everyone's so different, um, but you need to consider what it is that you want. And then like, if you can't find the cash for a doula, buy books or do a birth education program um, to teach you those things, because if you don't, like, what are the consequences? It's like, I can't afford a doula, so I'm just going to do nothing. I think women should go, okay, maybe I can't afford a doula, but I'm going to do this course or I'm going to get a postpartum doula only or I'm going to, you know, just invest in those other services to help you um, transition into motherhood Yeah, (laughs) and prioritise. There's so many free resources now on the internet there's so many and you can connect with other mums like we connected online (laughs) you can get into the groups and kind of try and connect with people who are on the same wavelength as well for support so my advice would be to just scrap the fancy baby clothes the baby shoes like baby don't need shoes (laughs) 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 I see all these mums posting like shoes are cute right but like they're posting these tiny little fancy shoes that probably cost $70 and I'm like they can't walk like <laughs> yeah like and they last like two minutes honestly. I know and they grow so fast like they don't even touch the ground I don't know I'm just like it's all priorities right so for me I would way rather invest in my birth support and postpartum than all of the stuff that comes with you know and you'll forget about that stuff you'll forget about the baby shoes you'll forget about the fancy pram or whatever it is like that all goes away but your birth will stick with you 
for the rest of your life. Mm. So it's just about prioritizing. So true. So if it was the other way around and it was a perfect world and we had unlimited resources, what would the perfect birth <laughs> prep look like? Oh, for me, um, the perfect prep would be a wholesome pregnancy. I would invest in high quality, nutritious, non-toxic foods. I would move my body in whatever way I feel like at the time, whether that's yoga, Pilates, nature walks, lots of um, pregnancy massages and body work. Yes, please. <laughs> <Perfection>. <laughs> I'll take that now too, thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, just really look after and prepare my vessel for a smooth pregnancy and delivery. So that would be the main thing. And then obviously I would invest in the most incredible support team. I would have a doula that can just tickle my back and bring me food. (laughs) Um, A videographer for me and my birth is a non-negotiable. I think having my birth videos is still the best investment that I made. I just cherish them so much and yeah. I always will. So That's my one regret. We didn't have photos or videographer. My doula actually managed to capture the moment he was born on her phone. Yeah. And that I will cherish forever. But yeah. if we ever do it again, 100%. Oh, it's just so magical. I Everyone I speak to regrets not getting it. But then those who did it, like, it was worth every cent and more. Like I would pay triple (laughs) what I paid to have the same thing. It's that amazing. So definite non-negotiable for me. And I would just turn my home into an absolute sanctuary so I could labor blissfully and in my bubble of comfort and safety, I would just deck it all out with plants and forest vibes and (laughs) cool. Like a teepee. Everything. (laughs) Yeah, the most beautiful space you can imagine. I think everything else to me doesn't really matter. Like... Even with my second, I barely bought anything. Yeah. I like I bought a new pram because I needed two seats, obviously. Um, I bought a cot and car seat and like that was kind of it. I don't even think I'd buy a cot. <laughs> There's no. so many things you learn like the first time that you just would not do the second time. No, no, no. Uh, so funny. Um, Alright, so brings me to my last question. If you could say anything to a mama-to-be that's feeling anxious about her upcoming birth, what would you say? I would say if you're feeling anxious, you just really need to rally your support team now more than ever and just dive deep into every resource that's available to you, um, especially to alleviate any specific fears or concerns that you have around labor. Like Identify what is bringing up these feelings for you. And work through it so you can replace those feelings of anxiety with feelings of confidence and excitement for your birth. So whoever or whatever you need to um, connect with and invest in to get that support that you need is going to be invaluable. Mm, yep. I um, What I found really helpful to for fears, for fears specifically was there was a hypnobirthing track that took you through the specific fear and like basically got rid of it and so every time I had a fear pop up I just did this like meditation thing yeah and it was gone and I just kept doing that until I had no fears left it's so good like some people I did hypnobirthing as well I think some people are super into the meditation and the hypnobirthing and like that works if you're into it you need to like tune into what feels right for you because then I meet other mums who are just not at all interested. Like I'm not really a meditation person, yeah. 
but in birth I can meditate mm-hmm. like it, it's a whole different thing so yeah there's so many things you can do with fear release you can get online and google fear release you can talk to somebody who's not going to program more fear into you yeah <laughs> like what you know when you ask family members and they're like oh my birth was like this like no yeah don't um, do that <laughs> do not seek advice from family members who have had uh not empowering births there's a time and a place for that but um you know yeah just kind of going into those resources and do it, like identifying what is it like what am I actually scared of and um what can I do to either get rid of that fear or help me feel more comfort in knowing okay if this does happen what can I do to come back to a grounded space and move forward mm. such such wisdom <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me I'm so grateful for your time I know mamas everywhere will get so much out of this conversation And thanks for everything you're doing in the birth space. Thank you so much for having me. What a beautiful, beautiful soul Sarah is. I really enjoyed listening to her insight on what a doula is and what a doula can do for you. Um, I think it's really important to know that a doula can benefit anyone, not just alternative, you know, hippie people, which it sometimes comes across as... um, everyone can use that extra support in the birth space. So if you want to connect with Sarah, you can find her on Instagram at Grounded Beginnings or she has a website, which is www.groundedbeginnings.com.au. As always, my beautiful, beautiful listeners, thank you for joining me and supporting me. I really, really am grateful for all the love. Until next time, my loves, this time mummy is signing out. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.